Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that in a relatively short amount of time you can reflect, reflect on different remodeling issues, different ways to think about things, and also different ways to improve certainly your business. So what I try to do is take some relevant topics, topics I'm either hearing out there in the industry or certainly experiencing, and try to you know speak to them, unpack them in such a way that in a relatively short period of time, you can actually gain some benefits. Today I want to talk about a topic that really is, I think, especially important, I think, when it comes to, you know, making the right decisions and guiding your business correctly. And that is seeking the right advice. You know, I think as a remodeler, one of the things that most remodelers are quite proficient at is communicating to the consumer about how to tackle remodeling and best practices and qualities of products and materials. But one of the areas that's oftentimes challenging when it comes to the consumer is that they oftentimes have conceptions that aren't correct. They oftentimes have beliefs about how to tackle remodeling or about the cost of remodeling or about the time of the remodeling or that all contractors are created equal and then therefore they don't quite understand why you can't uh, do a particular project at a cost that is, say, comparable to someone that's working out of their pickup truck. So as a result of that, I think a big part of what you have to do is you have to seek out and you have to ask the client, tell me a little bit more about the research that you've done on this project. How did you come up with these conclusions? Why are you asking this particular type of question? And you have to ask that because then in some cases you got to sort of almost peel back and rebuild the foundation to what their thinking should be. Well, when it comes to your business, I think it's also very, very similar. There's a tremendous amount of advice that you're bombarded with. However, you know, in many cases, I think the, the, as I look around at the best of the best, one of the fundamental differences between them is that they're seeking out, they're filtering, they're getting the right advice, and they're translating it, and they're spending the, their time filtering it in a way that they can make the best decisions. So to talk about this subject and a little bit more the why behind it, as you may or may not know, the top 10 remodeling businesses out there, there really are nine different ways that they're out there doing things. In the design-build businesses, that some are one-step design-build, some are two-step, some are three-step, some are specialty businesses that do a little bit of kitchen as opposed to uh, uh, window or, or siding-type remodeling projects. So you've got this variety of different kinds of businesses that, on the surface, looking at from the outside, they're almost like different dialects, different dialects of different languages that, and quite frankly, many, many, many are quite successful and they're right in doing things different ways. Most of these businesses are a product of evolution. 
that evolution is the owner, the founder got into this because he had some passion. It could have been driven from the craft or it could have been driven from a desire to have their own little business. And that all of a sudden grew and they had to develop processes. They had to do, bring on people. They had individual personalities that had experiences. And for the most part, over time, these processes in the systems and how they went about doing things and how they thought about things even uh, are going to be a product of this evolution. Well, the reality is when you have all these different dialects and all these different ways of doing things, you know, I think it makes it a little bit tricky when you start to seek out the kind of advice that you need to be successful. You know, there's many, many consultants out there, whether they're directly in the industry or outside the industry, that are attempting to give, you know, the best advice they can. But oftentimes that advice is not filtered through the right uh, the right context of that particular business. That advice is oftentimes a little bit more dogmatic. This is how you should look at your financials. This is how you should look at, you know, your sales or your marketing process. This is how you generate leads. This is how you sh should look at your client demographic. But the reality is that many of your businesses are very, very different from each other. So you have to be very discriminating in terms of how you go about seeking out the advice, but also the advice itself. So I certainly can't, in a podcast, give you the specific advice right after I've just said that it's all dependent on the specific context of your business. But what I can do over the next few minutes is give you a way to think about advice, think about filtering and seeking out advice. And I've come up with a few sort of tips that I think are helpful. And here's sort of five different categories of ways to think about advice. The first is, I would strongly encourage you to look in the mirror. And the looking in the mirror is a little bit more what's it all about, Alfie. It's really thinking about your, your key motivations. You know, what do you really care about? What are you really passionate about? You know, what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Also start to, would you think about, or looking in the mirror, ask a lot of questions that are wrapped around how you want to not just be, but how do you want to feel three to five years from now? Because I think the more clarity that you can get in that, many of the answers in terms of avoiding some of the potholes or, or the roadblocks, or even some of the opportunities out there become really, really clear. So the first bit of advice I would say is listen to yourself, look in the mirror, but also create a context that allows that to happen. You might have a couple of times a year, you go out and hibernate for a day or so just thinking about these things. You might set aside each week an hour or two to spend some time reflecting on your own advice, your own things that you're feeling and thinking. But I think the best advice oftentimes that you can get is really coming more from within. The second is think about your sort of trusted advisors. Who are the people that you really, really trust? Who are the people that really care about you? Who are the people that can be brutally honest with you? 
and actually be proactive and ask them questions. Now, many ca cases, these people may not be within the remodeling industry. They may be a spouse or they may be a, a godfather or they may be someone else that you just want to make sure that you have some ongoing and proactive conversations with them in terms of getting advice on different kinds of things. You know, it's very expensive to uh, experiment uh, in a remodeling business that you can reduce, I think, a lot of that risk by talking with some of the people that you really, really trust. The third element is sort of listening within the business itself. You know, a friend of mine talks about, you know, listen to the dissonant voices within your business. You know, those dissident voices are great, great advisors to you. And it's not so much proactively sitting down with them. It's just spending more time just listening to what you're hearing within the business, what you're hearing within the clients, what you're hearing within the, the, the field. I know many years ago, I used to, with this subject, think about how could I listen to some of the things that I wouldn't necessarily hear otherwise. And we actually had an individual that handled the deliveries and the trash pickups. So this individual was actually <clears throat> more uh, actively involved with touching more projects than anyone else in the com company. So as a result of that, on a regular basis, I would try to have some short conversations. I'd have some quick sort of checkups. What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you thinking about out there? What are you hearing from the different field or the different clients? Or what's changing in terms of sort of the dynamic out there? And again, because he was really focused on his particular passion, which was helping these projects succeed, he was really very, very helpful. But also, you know, be careful not to just listen within the company to those people that you like the advice that they're giving you. Listen to those people that are arguing with you or disagreeing with you on particular things. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to acquiesce and go along with that advice, but at least you're going to be listening to it. The fourth element is try to seek out and find other businesses like yours. Now, like yours does not have to be the remodeling business or the remodeling industry. It could be other businesses that have uh, services that are focused on the same kind of client that you do. It could be businesses that have a similar financial scale that you do. It could be businesses that have uh, similar ticket dollar values that you do. And as you seek out those different kind of businesses, whether they're in the industry or not, you can have, actually have conversations with them. You know, again, I'm a big believer. Try to formalize it a little bit. Try to make it more of a monthly breakfast with this particular business, or maybe it's more of a quarterly little uh, workshop with that business so you can actually have some ongoing conversations and dialogue about some of the challenges and issues and really get the advice but also seek out what you're seeing from them as well. 
you know, having mentors in this industry are certainly good. But the thing, again, you've got to be very careful with is sometimes that advice is not necessarily filtered through the right lenses. You might be enamored with someone else's yearning and goals and what their beliefs are, and that oftentimes is very convincing of what you should be doing. The fifth element I would throw out there is a way to seek out advice. With many of the more mature businesses that are getting out there, they're starting to formalize, I think, the advice that's happening. And that's formalized in the form of sort of an advisory board. Now, an advisory board can be something that is much more formal or much lighter, but it doesn't necessarily have to be for only the large businesses out there. You can assemble an advisory board of three, four, or five members that you just get together and talk about things on a regular basis. Regular basis meaning every quarter or, every, or once a year about your business. You know, an advisory board is generally best with very diverse uh, skills and personalities. You might have someone with very strong financial acumen or someone with strong sales and marketing advice or someone that's, quite frankly, just purely a like your client, the consumer that you would want on this board. But if you do set it up in such a way, and they're clearly people that are passionate and wanting to help you succeed with your business, I think you can get a lot of really, really good insights when it comes to uh, getting the right direction and also testing. But the real benefit, I think, of getting the right advice is that it will do one of two things. It will either validate what you're believing so that you have more conviction in what you think should be done, or it's going to open your eyes to other possibilities. And by opening your eyes to other possibilities, you're not going to miss, not only not miss opportunities come up, but you're also going to make less mistakes. You know, this is a business that is more about avoiding the mistakes, avoiding some of the things that other people have learned from. And if you listen to the advice of these different diverse sources, I think you'll be much more successful. So I want to thank everybody for listening today and take care and I wish you all the best. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.